Welcome to Breaking Dads. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Today, we're talking about dealing with anxiety. Hello, Jeff. Hey, James. So, a serious topic today. Yes. Yes, I think this will be a non-fart joke episode. <laughs> oh, there, there's, always, there's always room. There's always a chance. We'll find a way. So, in... What kind of brought this topic up for us? Well, uh, in our household, we are dealing with a child that is dealing with anxiety. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, been very eye-opening. You know, it definitely, there's a steep learning curve. So I guess to begin at the beginning, when, uh, at what point did it become a thing? Mm-hmm. So for us, our oldest child, we always uh, knew was shy, right? And we'd mm. say, oh, he's, he's shy, he's yeah. shy. Uh, but then in grade four, um, we uh, went to a meeting at the school in the second term, and the teacher had to explain to us that our child had not said a single word to her for the entire year. Hmm. And that's a little beyond shy. Yeah. Yeah. So not answering direct questions and not making eye contact and not even saying hello when everyone else says hello <laughs> in the morning. Just not a single word at all. He's selectively mute, but no big deal. Yeah, just selective mutism. No, no, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty eye-opening for us hmm. uh, because you don't see your kid at school. And right. kids are your children are definitely very different at home. They are. Where they know everyone and they're comfortable in their surroundings than they are out in the world. Why you get parents defending the crazy stuff their kids do at school because they're like, that's not my kid. Yeah, he doesn't do that at home. He doesn't like stuff. Yes, he does. He does yeah. when he's out in public. Uh, yeah, so uh, so from there we we realized okay we we have to do something about this yeah um, and so yeah that's when we started our lovely journey journey through the Canadian medical system. So what's the first step that you once you kind of have it pointed out? Hey, this is going on. Mm-hmm. Do they refer you to go and talk to somebody or what do you go to your GP? Um, in this case, they did refer. Uh, a pediatrician the mm. the um, principal of the school knew a pediatrician who deals um with these kind of issues and so we had to make that appointment and wait the several months <laughs> to get yeah. in and then see that person and and um they have a little talk and then they refer us to someone else so as the, from the point where you find out and then you kind of are going through the process mm-hmm. what what went on in the household like how did you guys you start you hit the internet running kind of thing or what do you well at first we honestly we didn't know anything Mm. so it wasn't until we met with the pediatrician who who recommended um a a great resource for anyone out there uh the anxietybc.com website it's a good website um yes lots lots and lots of info for Mm. dealing with anxiety whether it's you're you're a parent dealing with a child or you're a teacher dealing with a student or you're a student dealing with the world or just an adult uh, or an adult. Yes. It's got everything. Uh, It's yes. Really good at explaining, uh, you know, what anxiety is and, and, Mm. and the different levels and the different forms it can take and, and, um, things you can do to help. So, uh, yes, there was a lot, a lot of reading there. Hmm. Um, and, uh, then it was a matter of trying to find, um, uh, a professional to talk to uh, as well, because um, as parents, you know, we only know so much and yeah. we can only know the techniques we read. It's nice to have someone um, to talk to uh, that deals with this all the time. So what was the, uh, I guess, as soon as you, you know, kind of got a 
not necessarily a diagnosis, but a clearer mm-hmm. idea. What, uh, where does it go from there? Well, um, I think um, the, the first thing is trying to understand anxiety yourself because it's a, it's a difficult thing to know if you're not experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know, um, you know, a lot of people, or, or even when we thought, oh, he's just shy, you know, there's a lot of like, oh, come on, just just do this. Just talk to that person. Yeah. Just, there's a lot of social attitudes that immediately get like, oh, like it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah, just do this. It's easy. Just do it. Yeah. Um, and it's, um, it's really tough to understand how anxiety affects people, how even, because uh, my son is, you know, he's, he's I think reasonably intelligent. He understands a lot of the time that the things causing the anxiety are irrational um, and that they, they on paper shouldn't be causing these problems. But the, the physiological response is real. Well, he's a smart kid and that Mm -hmm. that's, probably half of it is he is a well like yeah. he's, he's just he's probably up in his own head scrolling around so much over this mm-hmm. because he's very aware of what's going on around mm-hmm. him and that that's uh yeah so so you know he knows like i should be able to talk to my teacher yeah. but you know the the heart rate goes up and the, the, it all starts shutting the down blood pressure goes up yeah and it's it's yeah you get that 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 fight or flight response yeah. and and your body just shuts down yeah right so um, it's helping us understand that and helping him understand what's happening hmm. um, is, is I think the, f- the first step. Yeah. Uh, and then from there it's, uh, and again, you know, we, we live in Canada, which is great because we have access to, uh, you know, a lot of paid healthcare. Right. Um, yeah. Because we, we couldn't afford to go a private route for, for support. Right. Um, the downside is, it takes a lot of time. The wait, yeah, the wait <laughs> yes. times are slow for anything here. So but. yeah, so that was near the end of grade four, and it wasn't until he was in grade five hmm. that we uh, were able to to start meeting with some people. So what? Where does it go now? Like, is he? Does he meet with? Is it like a therapy stuff? Yeah, he does he? Yeah, like he talk does, therapy. Or? Yeah, talk therapy. Hmm. Um, and it it's still uh, we're still pretty early days. Yeah. Um, in in that process. Um, but there's definitely been some effect there. Hmm. Um, better has been the, uh, resource we've been able to get at school. Um, one of the issues is, uh, you know, school's a very scary place if you feel like you're alone there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so because of his, his anxiety, he, it's, it was hard for him to make friends. So he didn't really have friends, um, we did move schools, which was also tough for him because that's a big change. That is a big change, yeah. Uh, but we moved schools because we went to a district that has more resources. Right. Uh, and they were able to do some things like uh, start a friendship group hmm. where they take kids that are very good socially hmm. and they put them with kids that are not at all good socially um, and uh, just basically bring them in a room together and give them activities and things to do together huh. so they have to interact um, and because of that, he's made some really good friends. Huh, that's pretty cool. Uh, and that's nice because you start seeing, um, you know, at the beginning of the school year, it was a lot of, I don't want to go to school. I hate school. Hmm. Um, and now he's excited to go to school in the morning because he's going to wow. see his friends. He's going to talk to people. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's met some people in the, at the school that he can go home and play Minecraft online with. Huh. So he's still interacting with them. And That's phenomenal. Uh, it's It's been a huge difference in in his life and and subsequently our life. Yeah. Well, how did you, did you see, like looking back, do you, did you see any of it kind of manifest at home or the impact of it at home at all? 
before or or after? Yeah, yeah. In 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 hindsight, you see a lot of things. Mm. Um, and again, a lot of it we just passed off as, oh, he's shy. Right. Um, again, my my wife was shy growing up for sure, but she mm. was able to to sort of push through it and force herself to do things kind and fake it till you know, yeah yeah fake till you make it exactly. Yeah. Um, and and you know you assume your children's experiences are going to be similar to your own yeah so when you start seeing uh yourself reflected in them like you you project yourself on them and so it's like oh he's just shy hmm. he'll be fine by high school he'll be fine right. i was shy yeah. i was good uh and not only that it's it's the anxiety something that's sort of manifested over time when he was in preschool he was very social and would talk with huh. a lot of the other kids huh. um but you know as we went through the years of school it, it, the anxiety manifested more and hmm. and he became more withdrawn right? right so it was sort of a a slow process coming in and it's a slow process coming out it's interesting yeah it makes it it's such a like you realize the impact that the school system can have on mm-hmm. um if you take somebody and you put them in and then this little thing start changing and they start compiling and or you know over time it all compounds into a problem mm-hmm. and that that kind of attitude we have towards a lot of issues that kids have like you know i'll just pull your socks up like it'll yep. all be good that you i'm glad we're finally coming to a realization that that's not an effective solution to problems no. like that it's it's okay to have an issue mm-hmm. everybody has something yeah like everybody has yeah, something they, and it, most of it's not diagnosed no and, and 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 a lot of it is is not going to be things that affect how you function yeah or you life. figured out coping. Yeah. You figured out strategies that maybe on your own you stumbled across mm-hmm. the strategy that happens to work, mm-hmm. and that's great for you. Yeah. But so many people, you know, yeah, they've tried strategies of their own devising mm-hmm. that failed, and it's you know their self esteem plummets, and yeah. it becomes a a bunch of other small issues start growing and magnifying, mm-hmm. and it turns into just by the time you become an adult, you can become such a mess. So it's good that he's able to get recognized early yeah. in the system and get support and yeah it also i think shows how important communication with your child's teacher is yeah um because um i know you know again in retrospect we're like well why are we having this meeting in term two mm. you know we're two-thirds of the year way through the year and we're finding out he hasn't spoken to you at all yeah, like there's been opportunity before this yeah yeah uh, it would have been nice email away it would have been nice to start earlier yeah uh, with the solutions um, but uh, I think uh, again, I, it it's it's a long process, and we're we're definitely in it right now. But you know, the arrow seems to be pointing in a, a much better direction. I guess with a lot of things where you know where you get a teacher that gets a kid that they immediately recognize as being shy, mm-hmm. quote unquote shy. Mm-hmm. They they uh, there's probably some hope to just play it out a bit to see yep. if it's going to just go away. Yep. Before throwing a label on it, because I know like a lot of parents have uh, reticence to apply any kinds of labels because mm-hmm. some of the labels, you know, being anxious is not a, a really damaging long term label to have in your life. But say having like ADHD. Right. Uh, or ADD or whatever they're mm-hmm. calling it these days. It that's those labels are a little bit more stigmatic mm-hmm. in the long run. And anything where you end up in a kind of medicalized um thing yeah is that's that's scary and you that's stamped on your permanent file and as you go through a system yeah. that follows you so i guess there's there's historically some uh, a bit of hesitation to get kids labeled mm-hmm. by both parents and educators mm-hmm. so that but then you know i think our attitudes all told are changing on all of these things so yes. we need to kind of move ahead with that yeah it's a hard place yeah for everybody involved um yeah it is for sure 
like it's tough for you to to want to. well and then there's a lot of uh conflicting things you have to navigate um as we've been going through the process pretty well every doctor has been prepping us for um the the fact that eventually it might be a medical solution you might hmm. you might need to medicate um and um, I think the the doctors that have been doing it in the beginning, it's more uh, because uh, you know over the years as as the the effects of the medicine uh, get reported anecdotally, um, there's a lot of concern over over what the medicine is doing and how it works. Um, yeah, you know, I I personally believe that there sometimes it is necessary. Yeah. But now you're dealing with your own child, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, no, oh, I'd really theory and practice, or <laughs> yeah, I'd really rather not if we can at all avoid it. Yeah, so um, any therapeutic methods would be much better, ideally. Yeah, Even yeah, if they are especially because if you're talking about anxiety and depression, uh, you know, a medical solution is a permanent solution in that. Yeah, you, once you take the drugs, you're you're taking them. Yeah, and even combined with. Um, you know, talk therapy or other methods. Mm -hmm. I imagine those, it must be pretty difficult to find an off ramp once you get down that path. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, you're dealing with the chemicals in your brain. Yeah. Right. And now you're doing things to them through science. Through science. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can't stop doing the things. Right. Which is yeah. again, why yeah, I think people are nervous about uh, yeah. getting any, any kind of labeling happening because mm -hmm. they're like, Oh, is this what? And it's also mysterious to people. Like what, what's next? Yeah. Well, who know? Like most people are really probably quite like, I would recommend that link you mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. that anxietybc.com uh, just to even, you kind of go, Oh wow. I had no idea. Yeah. Like there was a lot of stuff. I was like, I, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. I would not have thought about some of the manifestations of mm -hmm. anxiety. Um, you know, these things that you, you, big words that you think you know what it means, but it's like an apple is not an apple. You know, an apple is red or an apple is green or an apple is yellow. But when you think yeah. of an apple, you're thinking of one kind of apple. And there's so many kinds. Mm -hmm. And that's like this. It's, there's, you think of anxiety as being one kind of thing, but it's so many different manifestations. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's good to get a bit broader understanding. Yeah. Um, and that's been good. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, would I rather not have to have had to go through the process that I've done so far? Absolutely. But I like that I've learned some stuff. Yeah. Um, well, you'll see it in at people around you as well. Yeah. Now. Yeah, for you, sure. You're probably seeing anxiety everywhere. Like you go to the store, you're like, oh. Some days. Yeah. You know, but it's tough because it's, it is, it is one of those things where, um, you can't, you can't just diagnose it off the cuff as mm. well uh, as it is a lot of things together. Yeah. And you know, there are people, there are people that are just shy, right? They're, they're just shy. The, the difference is, um, they, they don't want to talk to someone. It's not that they can't <laughs> talk right. to someone. Yeah. And that's, and that's where the big difference is with, uh, with issues like anxiety. It's like, no, nah, he's just a nihilist. Yes. He just hates people. It's all good. Leave him alone yeah, out there in the woods. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out in my shack. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks for coming out here to record, Jeff. <laughs> Glad you made the drive through the woods. Thanks for not shooting at me with your shotgun this time. I appreciate that. <laughs> Wear the white shirt next time, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's So, it's a... It, must be encouraging though to just know that the process is underway and that it's going somewhere. Yes, for sure. And to see some changes, every, every small change is, is 
awesome. Has he verbalized much about like recognizing um, the process affecting him? No, no. Um, and uh, as a as a uh, reasonably intelligent child, and my son, he does like the. We're about ten sessions in hmm. uh, on the on the therapy side. Um, and he does stonewall the therapist sometimes. He does see uh, where where the answer she's yeah. trying to get to, <laughs> and shuts and shuts her down uh-huh. quite effectively. <laughs> um, and so I would he's not an easy patient to work with. Yeah, as is. Um, so that's um, uh, sometimes frustrating huh. because it's like okay, well I feel like this hour was a complete waste of everybody's time. So yeah. that's that's great. But again, you it's uh, you know. When uh, when his his teacher comes up to us and says like hey, he put up his hand today and answered hmm. a question and that's like amazing to think you know he went over a year without saying anything yeah in the classroom and is now volunteering answers that's that's a, a big step well, hopefully even when he is stonewalling too he's he's internalizing what he knows she was getting at and yeah. that that process hopefully is he's going okay that's important mm-hmm. and I need to think about that. Mm-hmm which he probably is. He's, I'm sure it's all going in there, <laughs> stewing around. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. No, and that's exciting that he's actually engaging in that way. Like, Yeah, and I, I think for sure definitely one of the biggest steps was just a recognition that this is something that's happening to him, that it's not, um, uh, you know, it's not all in his mind. It's not all, um, yeah. you know, the, the, the these walls aren't being built around him or the world's not out to get him. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is, which is one of the, I think the hard things for children with anxiety is they, they really are fearful of the world because mm. the world is a really scary place. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And so it gets, it gets tough for them. And that's another difficult one. Like you said, with the whole, Oh, he's just shy. But we, we as an adult, we have a hard time remembering what it's like to be a kid. Mm-hmm. Like we think we can remember. And it's like, eh. I find yeah. that even with my daughter lately, you know, being five, I'm yep. like trying to put myself back in like no idea. She lives in bonkersville. Yep. It's cuckoo town. I, I can't even like I, some days you just like, what are you even? It's like, yeah, it, it's taking you 20 minutes to put yep. on a pair of pants because that's what happens when you're five. I'd and say it's hard to remember that. Um, a, a good way to help you remember is to go into uh, uh, elementary school <laughs> and and uh, try to use the water fountain, yeah. right? <laughs> and just think, wow, this is ridiculously low. And then think back to the fact that you used to have to use a stool, yeah, right? Like the world was a completely different place for you. And you have very few memories from that time period. Yes. And your brain is a sack of chaos. Yes. <laughs> just atoms pinballing around. Yep doing stuff stuff <laughs> i think i'm gonna put my finger deep up my nose right now yeah being like a like a three to six year old is that that's the definition of blissful ignorance isn't it oh, like you you have no idea what's happening yeah uh but it's all happening yeah if only we could tap into that creativity yes if only for a little while <laughs> and then quickly run away afraid yes no yeah so it's in at any age it's it's really difficult for us to and so I, yeah that idea that we quickly go to a shorthand or we just go, ah, eh, shy. Eh, yeah. Whatever. Or, or because we're parents and we don't want to see our children hurt. Yeah. You, you start to, uh, modify the world around your kids to prevent them right. from having to do, you know, like maybe yeah. you talk for your kids instead right. of them talking. Right. And then it becomes a way for them to avoid these huh. feelings. And it's tough because you can't just throw them out in the woods either. Right. No. And be like, no, you do it. 
but you have to sort of work on on the steps and and help them face their fears uh and but with the understanding that it is real fear we've had that with uh like for a while we were getting concerned because we couldn't our kid wouldn't go to school mm-hmm. and he was just losing it at the door and you know my wife suggested one day why didn't the teacher just take him by the hand and she did that i asked her i was like can you just take his hand and she did and it magically he was like okay i'll come in yeah and it was immediately fixed this problem and instead of you know just keeping him home or we mm-hmm. were just like okay we need to find a solution to this problem it's not just throwing him in the room the class and running yeah. away and it's yeah. not about like warehousing a criminal mm-hmm. it's like how do we get him to want to do this and it we noticed that problem with everything he would go and do a lot of nervous like anxiety yeah. about like uh, separation yeah and uh in this past month here, finally, he went to soccer and he finally ran up from the vehicle around the fence and onto the field to join his team without me having to almost Walk carry him yeah. to the field. And I saw that for the first time. I was like, wow. And then dropped him off at, uh, you know, early morning choir practice the other day. And uh, I said, like, do you want to just run in by yourself? And he had to run across the field and go around the building and go yep. in. And he's like, yeah, I can do that. And yeah. it's like, okay, these little steps of and, and stuff, building cause, confidence. Because there's somebody listening to this who's like, uh, what's the big deal? Oh, for right? him, it was you a know? mountain. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, it's like really sweaty mm-hmm. hand holding. Like, just mm-hmm. joining a group in the middle of a thing was horrifying for him because it was so overwhelming. Yeah. It was noisy. And he just got like swamped with mm-hmm. fear. And yeah, it's that was like a little victory this month where I was like, yep. oh, okay. And, whew. and but it, instead of, you know, um, keep just uh, yeah like you say modifying the world around him we consciously have been trying for now a few years to every time we have an opportunity yeah. to let him take a little step try to like let him take it yep. try to push him to yeah try that out and he maybe it won't work try yeah. again and just keep but the, the key is and then also to to recognize the successes absolutely and and let them know that you understand yes how big a step that was exactly. even though it it might be literally a tiny step no, that was a conversation on yeah. the ride home that day was like yeah. wow that was and he was pretty proud yeah that yeah because pride uh helps a lot yeah yeah and he felt like he he felt like he took ownership over the mm-hmm. the issue he it wasn't coming from the outside world it was like i decided to do that mm-hmm. so it was good but yeah, it's it's difficult to uh, to not you want to protect them, like you said. Yeah. You want to modify the world and and change it around them. But it's it's great when we can get help or mm-hmm. they can whatever whatever works to help resolve it. Yeah, it's yeah. But uh, it's it all stems from first recognizing what what the actual issue is here. Exactly, and it can be confusing with kids. I know you had uh, an issue with your son going to school mm-hmm. recently as well. Yeah. Where, uh, where you guys were really to concerned. Which, which one? <laughs> which, which issue? Uh, this uh, for the reasons he wanted to stay home. Oh this yeah, one. yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, I was like, okay, well, I started looking at. There's a, there's good um, quasi homeschooling uh, mm. initiatives. Yeah, because you, you, your, your, your son just flat out school. did not want to go to school. Yeah, and he was, still, still complains about it. Yes, and I was trying to drill down into why. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, I, you know, I threw it down finally after a long time. He wouldn't be clear as to why. And I was like, okay, well, there's these initiatives. You can do a day of this program and I can, you can be at home. I'm at home. So yeah. um, I don't want to homeschool, but I'm willing to do that. If that's what it takes to help him get through. Like he, he likes some of the work, but yeah. he, and I know he likes school. Yeah. I, I couldn't quite 
figure yeah, out why what, is he trying to avoid what school is yeah, what is it and um still not whole, totally clear but he uh because i it's still ongoing but mm-hmm. one morning uh my wife finally you know i put the initiative out to him again and he goes he goes nah uh, I don't. I don't want to do that. My wife's like, "Oh, really? Well, how come?" He's like, "Well, I think uh, I just probably want to stay home and play Mario Kart. I mean, that's probably the main reason I don't want to go to school." Yeah, <laughs> we're like, "Okay." And that's the thing because you're dealing with you know a seven year old yeah. here, and it's it's you know eight. it's eight. Is he yeah, eight? He's eight now. Yeah, oh, I'm so confused. No, I know. I had to think for a second. I was like, "Is that no?" <laughs> we got it wrong last <laughs> podcast, didn't we? I'm so confused. As to how oh. So an eight year old. Let's yeah. go with that. And uh, yeah, so uh, you know sometimes. Sometimes they're irrational because of issues, and sometimes they're irrational because they are irrational. And sometimes they're completely rational. Yes. As in the case of just wanting to stay home and play Mario Kart. I'm like, Well, yeah. being able to verbalize that. Like yeah. Most people going to work would also, you're like, no, I gotta, I've got to play some... I uh, think my brother once lost a job because of, uh, because of Warcraft, but that's, yeah, exactly. that's a different... There we go. <laughs> it's a choice you can make when you're an adult, just well, not a good one. I was in the middle of a session, and uh, yeah... Yeah. Do I need to explain this further? Oh, I do. Oh, I'm now level 20. Enough said. (laughs) No. Oh yeah. So yeah, I don't know. We're, we're still working through Mm -hmm. that though. Uh, he's uh, still, there's still something going on. I don't know what, Yeah. but anyway, yeah, it's, it, it's good as, as long as I, I think what you're getting is having that ongoing dialogue and having that ongoing conversation and helping them feel empowered in the process and understanding you try and trying to come to their own grips Mm-hmm. with what is going on in their head and to uh, rationalize it a little bit yep, and to to crunch through it instead of just us taking it as a thing and making it a thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes that needs to happen. But I, yeah, I was like, oh, I don't want to have to go yeah. down this path. But if we do, we do. Yeah. And we have the luxury of being able to do that, but he doesn't want that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. See where it is in a year. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a parenting, the ongoing process. Uh, exactly. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I'm interested. Yeah. It'll be good to, I think, check back again and mm-hmm. see where this has led to. It's I'm a, interested it's, too. It's, well, it's such a huge topic. I think for so many people, mm-hmm. again, whether recognized or not, or yeah, I think people just don't know what to do with it. And we're, we're yeah. learning. I think the one really good thing that's, that's happened over the last decade or so is, um, there's a lot more openness and a willingness to talk about uh, yes. mental issues. Exactly. Uh, and stigma is slowly eroding. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh, I, I think for our kids, kids, it won't be something that's not talked about. And that's well, the DSM really DSM 17 is going to include every human state. Yes. It's, it's going to, there will be a diagnosis for literally everything. Well, that's yeah. Cause uh, the Ooh, uh, you're under B for birth. Stats, Stats Canada released a stat that one in five children are dealing with mental disorders. Yeah. Uh, and on the one hand, again, it's great. We're talking yeah, about it. On the one it. hand, yay. On the other hand, oh. On the other hand, yeah, it's 20%. And that's part of that is because, yeah, we a lot of diagnoses are opening up to yeah. broader and broader spectrums. Yeah. Um, my one fear is if everybody has issues, does that then mitigate someone else's that's issues and that's the if it becomes yeah. so common it's that autism spectrum kind of stuff where you're like oh yeah well everybody is and that's yeah, that yeah. yeah so yeah, and then people dismiss exactly. other people's feelings yeah um because it is it's a it's a spectrum and so recognizing them in a soft way is good clinicizing mm-hmm. everything yeah is maybe yeah well I, again it's it'll be interesting to see in the next yeah. decade how this all sifts out a little bit mm-hmm. um 
but it's it is it is great that we're taking mental health issues a lot more seriously. Yes. Now, if they would put the funding into helping people that have serious health issues, mental health issues, and instead of just releasing them into the streets and closing facilities, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be nice. But and we, whenever they go to build a facility, if everybody didn't rally and say, "Not in my neighborhood," and not my tax money. Yeah, and not with my tax money, that would also That's, be great. But because you know, civil society, yay. Yeah, but talking still the first step. It is. <laughs> so, and, and hopefully, this is part of that uh, oscillation where mm-hmm. we we got away from it and now we're getting back towards it and hopefully we yeah. take it more seriously on all levels mm-hmm. yeah well that's i i yeah, thank you for talking about <laughs> it i think it's a hard thing to talk about it is it's 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 a hard thing to deal with but it's a really important to talk about it it is yeah so so we talked with him and i thought well let's let's talk with you out there in listener land yeah and let us know if uh if you have any stories about this or you mm-hmm. know success stories or things you're working through or struggling through or ideas that you want to share with other people I'm, again i'm sure there's so much out yes. there um there's a lot of support but anyway always you know interested in people's perspectives on all this mm-hmm. um yeah i guess until next time i've been james and i'm still jeff 